Alrighty, got action-packed episode for you today. Uh, I talk about Joe Rogan's recent interview with Roseanne, talk a little bit about what she said, what they said, what's going on with her, that crazy-ass biatch, talk about Sober October, once again, Joe Rogan. Then I talk a little bit about the Democratic debates. So, if you want my opinion on it, take a listen. Super informed, obviously. Next, um, you should subscribe to my YouTube channel, Taylor Stutch. That's T-A-Y-L-O-R space S-T-U-C-H. Then you can also get all of these and other things that I put up there. Uh, Follow me on Twitter, T-Stutch1, T-S-T-U-C-H, the number one. Email me at tayradio1 at gmail.com. Follow me on Periscope to watch my live broadcasts, T-Stutch1. And uh, go to my website, read my blogs, tstuch.com, T-S-T-U-C-H.com. Thank you guys, and enjoy. Hey, hey, everybody. Let's monkey around. Let's get it started, baby. Um, So, Joe Rogan had on Roseanne Barr a few days ago. And maybe it was last week, beginning of last week, and they talked about a lot of stuff. So one, a couple observations. One of the things is that obviously Roseanne, a little cray-cray in the nog-nog, a little crazy in the noggin, a little insane in the brain. Now, that being said, I don't think she's as insane. You know, it's hard to know how crazy or how insane she is. So first, let's back up and talk about the controversy that Roseanne got in, why this is actually a big deal at all. Uh, Back in 2018, in May, man, I remember this shit like it was yesterday. In May of 2018, Roseanne uh, made a tweet at Valerie Jarrett, who worked in, uh, she was a former White House advisor, and She tweeted something about her um, saying that she looked like a cross between, what was it, Planet of the Apes and uh, the Muslim Brotherhood, something like that. And yeah, she said the Muslim Brotherhood and Planet of the Apes had a baby equals Valerie Jarrett. At least I think that's what it was. And she lost her show on ABC, uh, which was the new Roseanne show that came out. And there was a lot about it. So first off, when she got fired, most people were like, oh, dude, she's super racist because obviously Valerie Jarrett is black. However, there is a uh, there is a famous audio clip of her saying that she thought the bitch was white. Um, and it's true. Valerie Jarrett looks extremely ambiguous. She doesn't necessarily look black. Um, you know, if you look at a picture of her, you can't tell. It looks like she might be Persian. And, you know, or somewhere closer to that area of the world. So I can totally understand her getting that wrong. And they, but they canceled her show, said she was racist. And um, as a result, she ended up losing. She ended up getting like, I, I guess it really fucked with her career. You know, obviously some people would say she deserves it. Um, you know, because of what she said, but here's the situation is that Roseanne is a comedian. Now you might not think she's funny. I don't particularly, I don't particularly think her brand of humor is that funny. Um, I think she's extremely crude 
and sometimes funny. But I don't think, you know, I never watched a lot of that show, Roseanne, but even when I did see it, never laughed. And even hearing her on Joe Rogan's podcast, she just doesn't seem that funny. That being said, Rogan tends to get a little serious on his podcast, so sometimes he doesn't allow a lot of room for his guests to be funny um, or doesn't quite open it in that direction. But some things that they talked about, one which I thought was important, was censorship. So censorship came up because basically, you know, she was canceled, what we call canceled. Uh, you know, back then it was new, the idea of cancel culture. Now cancel culture is gaining a lot of pro- prominence. And the idea behind cancel culture is that if you say something or do something in your past or present, that uh, people on the radical left don't like, then they will try to end your career. They try to get you fired. Um, if possible, they don't want you to work again. And it's just it's just a weird situation because then the other question is, is uh, what the other part of that is how do you come back from that? And some people have raised some really good points about the radical left that basically if you're on the radical left – They want to give felons and criminals the right to vote when they get out of jail because they paid their debt to society. Then at the same time, if you say something that somebody doesn't like or that's offensive to somebody, then you should never work again. So there's a lot of weird shit going on there. But anyway, they talked about censorship. And one thing that Rogan discussed was how um, one of his videos got some kind of warning. I don't know if it was a strike, but this is a big deal. Uh, It's on YouTube. Somebody war- you know, did something to one of his videos. They claimed that something in his video was dangerous or whatever. It was him and Ari Shafir. And I encourage everybody to go watch this interview with Roseanne, not for, for all the Roseanne shit, but at least for that part. And I think it's important because some people have been warning about, about Joe Rogan. Um, And what I mean by that is that some people have been warning that Joe Rogan is going to get taken out. Uh, People have been saying that – I don't remember. I think it might have been Owen Benjamin and it might have been somebody else. Now, I'm not a big fan of Owen Benjamin. Uh, I think he's ridiculous. Uh, The way he shit talks everybody, um, I don't know how much of it is legitimate and how much of it is him like out of his mind. It's hard to tell. He just seems to hate fucking everyone, which isn't necessarily a problem if – but it's I – don't, I don't know if there's a really good reason behind it all. And uh, he's – I'll tell you what. Owen Benjamin ha, is the kind of guy that all I can say is that I would never – I feel like I would never want to be his friend, if that makes sense. Anyway, Rogan's – one of his videos is getting – got warned for some content in it. And some people, including Owen Benjamin, have warned uh, that they're going to go after Rogan. And it wasn't just him. Somebody else did too. Somebody warned that they're going to go after Rogan. And if they do, this will be an absolute escalation in the information war. Because, you know, I've, as I've said before, that's what we're in. We're in an information war uh, between different factions, most likely between the elites and really your biggest the biggest the best strategy should not be 
to be listening to competing sources so much as to trying to actually find the truth of the matter, which is hard. I know that's not an easy thing to do. Um, But anyway, I thought that was a really important part of the podcast. Now, what else is going on with Roseanne? So apparently Roseanne um, is on a couple different drugs, has been on some drugs, and she got into a car accident, had some brain damage, and uh, also is just naturally a comedic type, so naturally wants to push the envelope. And I'm okay with that. Uh, Personally, when it comes to her tweet, you know, yeah, it was offensive, I'm sure, but it's like, you know, if you're listening to this podcast and you probably already know, I don't really give a shit about that kind of stuff. Um, I think that people, I think there's too much going on with people being offended. If the line of being able to make a joke or say something uh, that's edgy is if somebody's offended or not, then we're in big trouble because everyone's going to be offended about something. So it's just not going to work. Anyway, they talked about her medical history and she's had some interesting medical situations going on and that was part of her defense. That was part of her defense. That was part of her defense against the allegations that um, were made against her being racist. She's like, look, first off, I was just trying to be funny. Secondly, I'm kind of out of my mind anyway. And I can tell you straight up, bro, what listening to this podcast, she is a little bit out of her mind. Uh, she's The thing is, though, she's not totally out of her mind because the way that she talks about things, she's able to – she. There is logic to what she says. It's just different. It's just a different type of logic. It's something that's not going to work in a lot of situations, but there is a chain of reasoning, if that makes sense. Whether or not everything uh, makes, whether or not the initial assumptions are legit, uh, which I don't think are, then, you know, the fact that she's able to follow some kind of reasoning indicates um, some mental faculties there. So uh, let's take a break for some sponsors. I'll be right back. Okay, so I'm going to pretty much wrap it up on the Roseanne situation. Um, If you want to go watch it, uh, I would highly recommend. Uh, I got to be honest, it's not one of my favorite episodes, but I just wanted to talk about it because I think uh, the Roseanne, what happened to Roseanne was interesting. And um, it's, you know, I I don't like to see people being canceled, especially, you know, the way things are happening today. I do not like it. I don't think it's a good idea. Even if people are crazy, I say let them speak. Let's see what's going on. Um, I'm sure a lot of people disagree with me, but if you disagree with me, it's because you're wrong. So um, let me go ahead and continue. Uh has anybody been following Rogan's Sober October? So I am not exactly sure what they're doing this time around, but it looks like they're doing a whole variety of things. Uh, they're monitoring their physical output. They're monitoring – it's okay. So the Sober October Challenge, for those who don't know, the Joe Rogan experience, him and some of his friends, Ari Shafir, Burt Kreischer, Tom Segura – they for the last couple of years they've been doing something where they do no drugs or alcohol for a month and they have to do some kind of challenge to see who wins the challenge. They they almost didn't do it this year. I'm glad they did because it's always fun. It's kind of an interesting festive 
situation. Um, it's nice. So what I would like to say about it is that this year, I'm not exactly sure what they're doing, except they're monitoring, they are monitoring their sleep, they're monitoring their strain, like physical output and calories. I don't know who, I don't know what the end goal is, but there's been some interesting stuff that's been going on. So they are doing different things like surfing, shooting guns, powerlifting, all kinds of different stuff. And there was an interesting situation, I know I've said interesting 100,000 times, where Ari Shafir apparently drugged Burt Kreischer, one of the other comedians. And he drugged him with MDMA on Burt's podcast. So Burt is a comedian and he is fucking funny. Uh, a lot of people talk a lot of shit about Burt. And what I mean is on Rogan's podcast, they burn him so bad, partially because Bert is a comedian that puts himself out there. So he he says, even among comedians, he says a lot of things that are goofy and crazy. And um, in my opinion, uh, well, I don't exactly know why. I think he's just impulsive. But I I think people give him a lot more shit than he should be getting. And regardless of that, he had Ari Shafir. I think he's a really funny guy, and I think he's super creative. I think he might be the most creative out of all four of those guys. That doesn't mean he's the best with his money, but hearing him and Tom on their podcast called Two Bears, One Cave talk about the ideas that come out of his head are really good. When it ta he talks about shows, scripts, things that they should do for fun, really good stuff. He's a really brilliant guy. But he's got a drinking problem, obviously. Um, anyway, him and he has a podcast um, called the Burt Cast, I think, and he had Ari Shafir on, another comedian. And Ari Shafir drugged him with MDMA, and it was a big deal because they are friends. And he felt like he really lost trust in Ari after that for a brief period of time. And I was wondering if there was going to be some drama. But apparently Ari Shafir is coming around to it and apparently the MDMA can help some people kick um, alcohol addiction uh, or at least it can kickstart it. So I would never advocate anybody do this but apparently that is a possible side effect that if you take some MDMA then you can um, – you know, maybe in certain situations it will help with alcohol addiction regardless – I thought that was uh, a crazy situation that occurred on the Sober October. And what's interesting also about Sober October is it makes me wonder, along with other people, could you be sober for a month? So I don't really drink much, but I do partake in the marijuana on occasion. And uh, I definitely can do it for a month. I mean – I've uh, gone multiple set. I've gone years uh, without smoking weed. Not years consecutively, but like I'll go a year without even taking a hit, and then a while later, I'll you know I'll get I'll take another hit. You know, I'll, yeah, whatever. And um, it's I think it's a really good challenge. I'm really glad that they do it. Apparently, it inspires a lot of people to get involved. So. I really like to see that people are getting some of their shit together, man. So uh, that's all I have for this segment. Now let me give you some of my opinion on the current Democratic candidate. 
So there was there have been two democratic debates. I guess one was a town hall on how stupid and retarded they could be. And the other most recent debate was also about how stupid and uh, retarded they could be. So basically this last one, um, you know, I'm not going to pretend like I watched them because I didn't. I only saw clips. But clearly the far lefties are getting very far away, even further away from where they should be. The majority of the American people, I don't think, are willing to accept how far these guys are going. Beto or Beto, unfortunately, he's from my fantastic state of Texas, even though he's a total douchebag. He wants to take everyone's guns away. Um, I actually don't know the specifics of that, but I'm just going to go ahead and say he wants to take everyone's guns away. Um, And I heard him say, or I, I read things that if... Churches or organizations don't uh, accept like gay marriage or LGBTQ something, then they should have their tax exempt status revoked. Obviously, I disagree with him on that. And the whole reason why these institutions are tax exempt is so the government can't abolish religions and ideologies they don't like by taxing them to death. Um, Now, I'm sure there's some holes with that argument, but. Am I interested in entertaining that at this very moment? No, though I am, of course, always open to that. Then there was an interesting situation where a uh, a black lesb- lesbian, a black transgender man, woman, it looked like a woman, was probably a man transitioning to a woman, uh, got up on a town hall and was like talking about how they're under attack and, you know, black trans women are under attack and there was this little trans boy, he was nine years old. I don't know if he was a boy or a girl. I think he was a girl transitioning to a boy. And the situation has got so out of hand. Um, I think obviously, I you know, if somebody thinks they're a girl or they're a boy, I don't give a fuck. I don't care. You know, do your thing. That being said, if it's a big deal to you and we're in a private conversation and we're friends, feel free to ask if I'll call you by your pronoun. But uh, the pronoun stuff has gotten so out of control Because the majority, not just the majority, the overwhelming majority, probably 90% or more of people identify as like male or female. And the fact that we're going to upend all of our language to accommodate a super small percentage of people, it's less than 10%, it's probably like 2 or 3% or less, to um, accommodate a super small percent of people that aren't even sure uh, well, we're not even sure what's going on in that community. So <clears throat> the pronoun thing is interesting. Um, and I think it's going to be part of the reason why the Democrats are struggling so much. I just do – I feel like they're so radical and they're so – they're getting so off the reservation of what is really acceptable behavior with regular people. I don't, I don't see how they could possibly win in this uh, election with Trump. I just don't see it happening. But uh, we'll see. We'll see what other kind of crazy nonsense they come up with. Anyway, that's all I got to say for today. You mofos, keep it real. You can email me at tayradio1 at gmail.com. Go to my website, tstutch.com. Follow me on Twitter, tstutch1. Follow me on Periscope, tstutch1. Follow my YouTube channel, Taylor Stutch, T-A-Y-L-O-R-S-T-U-C-H. And I think that's it, guys. So thank you. Spread the word.